Jai Jai Sitchadana Jai Anichananda Jai Advaita Chandradaya Gaura Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Just a moment. So we will now go to the um, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila Chapter 16. That was the wrong chapter, chapter 16. And then I have to go to 78. There you go. So today I want to continue with the uh, topic of, uh, of purification. Um, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami has written that he is writing for the sake of self-purification. Um, and uh, self-purification is something that is very central to Vedic culture and also very central to, uh, to Bhakti. Um, if you look in the Vedic culture, uh, for example, in the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, uh, Arjuna speaks about the family tradition. And the family tradition is important for uh, maintaining values and purification, and so that purification can take place. Then there are sanskaras, the Karbadana sanskara before conceiving a child, and other sanskaras, Namkarana, and so on. And there is Varnashram, all systems of purification. Hmm. In the um, amongst the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, um, even more so, where Vedic culture may be aimed at counteracting the uh, sinful activity, so that uh, one can live an auspicious, happy life in the Karmakanda section of the Vedas. When we go actually to the, um, to the portions of the Veda that deal with bhakti, with pure devotional service, um, then purification becomes the uh, ultimate principle to attain uh, the ultimate goal of life, Prema Pumarta Mahan, to develop love of God and to go back to Godhead at the end of one's life. So the overriding mindset of the Vaishnav community in the CC or the Gaudiya Vaishnav community is purification. Um, um, so it is a theme that is certainly uh, there in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and uh, that applies to, uh, to many situations and personalities. So I wanted to begin reading something 
from the uh, Madhya Lila, chapter 16, this Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Lila, chapter 16, text 78. Pundarik Vijaniti initiated Gadadhar Pandit for the second time, and on the day of Odana Shasti, Pundarik Vijaniti saw the festival there. No, purport. At the beginning of winter, there's a ceremony known as the Odana Shasti. This ceremony indicates that from that day forward, a winter covering should be given to Lord Jagannath. That covering is directly purchased from a weaver. According to the Archana Mark, a cloth should first be washed, washed to remove all the starch, and then it can be used to cover the Lord. Pundarik Vijaniti saw that the priest, priest neglected to wash the cloth before covering Lord Jagannath. Since he wanted to find some fold in the devotees, he became indignant. When Pundarik Vijaniti saw that Lord Jagannath was given a starch garment, he became a little hateful. In this way, his mind was polluted. That night, the brothers Lord Jagannath and Balaram came to Pundarik Vijaniti and smiling, began to slap him. Although his cheeks were swollen from the, from the slapping, Pundarik Vijaniti was very happy within. This incident has, has been elaborately described by Thakur Vindavan Das. So then let's have a look at what, uh, what Vindavan Das has described. Mm. Um, one moment. Two, two, two. 16. Yep. Let me hear other Acharyas. Chitanya Bhagavat. It is the Antyakanda. Antyakanda 10, chapter 10. And it starts at 88. 79. 88, here we are. Soon the time came for the festival called Odana Shasti. On this occasion, Lord Jagannath wears a new dress. By the de desire of Lord Jagannath, his servants dress him in a starched dress on this day. Uh, that is Manduyavastra. The phrase Manduyavastra refers to unwashed starched cloth. Lord Gorasunda took all of his devotees and went to see this festival of Udanshasti. Medangas, Muharis, Kanchals, Kettle Drums, Kahalas, Dakas, Dagadas, and Kadas were loudly played. On that day, Lord Jagannath wears various dresses. This festival continues from the sixth day of the waxing moon in the months of Agrahayan, November, December, to the end of the months of Mark, January, February. The offering of dresses goes until the end of night. As Lord Chaitanya watched this festival with his devotees, he floated in waves of ecstatic love. Lord Chaitanya was himself the worshipper and the object of worship, but without his mercy, who could understand his mind? Hmm. In the form of the deity, the Lord sat on the throne, and in the form of a sannyasi, he practiced devotional service. Fine white, yellow, and blue silk clothes, cloths decorated with pearls and gold were offered to the deity form of the Lord. After Lord Jagannath was dressed, he was decorated with flower ornaments, flower bangles, a flower crown, and flower garlands. 
Jagannath was then worshipped with 16 items like sandalwood, pulp, flowers, incense and ghee lamps and was then offered various types of foodstuffs. After the Lord saw this festival in the company of all his associates, he returned to his residence absorbed in ecstatic love. After sending all the Vaishnavas home, the Lord remained alone in his own ecstatic mood. All the devotees left for their respective residences except Pundrik Vijaniti, who remained with Sarup Damodar. They would both disclose their minds to each other without hesitation. After seeing Lord Jagannath wearing starch cloths, Pundrik Vijaniti developed some doubt. He asked Sarup Damodar, why do they offer starch dress to Lord Jagannath? The Shrutis and Smritis are widely accepted in this place, so why starch cloth offered before it's washed? Sarup Damodar replied, please listen. There's no fault in this because that is the custom of this place. Persons who know the Srutis and Smritis may not observe this festival, but here it has always been observed in this way. If this was not the desire of Lord Jagannath, then why hasn't the king stopped it? Pundrik Vijanidi said, the Lord may do as he likes, but why do the servants imitate the activities of the Lord? Why do the priests, the pujaris, the superintendents and the servants touch the unwatched clothes? Lord Jagannath is the supreme controller from him. For him, everything is possible. But how can others imitate his activities? If one touches starts cloths, he should wash his hands to purify himself. Why doesn't such learned persons follow this injunction? The government officers are ignorant because they do not consider this. The king even wraps this starts cloth on his head. Damodar Sarup replied, Please listen, my dear brother. I think there's no fault in this Odina festival. The Supreme Brahman is incarnated as the deity of Lord Jagannath. Therefore, rules and regulations do not apply to him. Pundrik Vijanidi said, Please listen, brother. The deity of Lord Jagannath is the Supreme Brahman in all respects. He's not at fault even if he violates the rules and regulations. But if all these others become Brahman by staying in Nilachala, They've given a proper etiquette and have become like incarnations of the Supreme Brahman. While speaking in this way, they laughed again and again as they walked down the road. The two friends held each other's hands and laughed as they discussed whether Lord Jagannath's servants were at fault. No one can understand the glories of the Lord's servants. Only Krishna knows their attachment for him. Krishna sometimes bewilders his devotee and then feeling compassion for him, destroys his illusion. First, the Lord bewildered Pundrik Vijanidi. Now you will hear how he destroyed his illusion. In this way, the two intimate friends went to their residences to perform their Krishna conscious duties. After taking their meals, they went to Goranga's residence for some time. Then they returned to their residences and took rest. In his form as Lord Jagannath, the omniscient Lord Chaitanya appeared before Pundrik Vijanidi in a dream. <laughs> Vichyadidi Mahasai saw Lord Jagannath and Balaram appear before him in his dream. Vichyadidi saw that, that Lord Jagannath catch hold of him. Vichyadidi saw Lord Jagannath catch hold of him and slap his face in an angry mood. The two brothers, Jagannath and Balaram, slapped him on his cheek so hard that his swollen face bore impressions of their fingers. Feeling distress, Vijanidi fell at uh, their feet and prayed, Krishna, save me, forgive my offenses. O oh Lord, for what offense are you beating me? The Lord replied, 
there is no end to your offenses. I do not belong to any caste, and my servants also do not belong to any caste. You should have learned this while staying here. Why then are you staying in a place where you will lose your caste? If you want to protect your caste, you better go home. I've inaugurated the traditional observance of this festival. How then can you think that there's any improper behavior in it? You accepted me as the Supreme Brahman, but you offend me by my servants. You offend my servants by finding fault in their dressings. Me. By finding fold in their dressing me with starch clothes. Viginiti felt great fear. He therefore placed his head at the lotus feet of the Lord and cried, Please forgive the offenses of this most sinful person. I am defeated. I apologize. O Lord, with this mouth I have laughed at your servants, so you have now properly punished that mouth. This is the auspicious beginning of a new day, for my face and forehead were touched by your lotus hand. The Lord replies, I've punished you to bestow mercy on you, for I consider you my servant. In this way, the two brothers, Jagannath and Balaram, mercifully glanced at Prem Nidhi in his dream and then returned to their temple. After seeing this dream, Pundarik Vijanidi woke up. Then he saw the slap marks on his cheeks and he began to laugh. His cheeks were swollen from the slapping on the lo of the lotus hand of the Supreme Lord. Seeing this, Prem Nidhi said, This is very good. I've received punishment for my offense, yet the Lord has mercifully awarded me only a token punishment. Just see the glories of Pundarik Vijanidi. This is the limit of the Lord's mercy on his devotees. The Lord did not slap even his own son Pundar Pradyumna to preach, to teach him in this way. The Lord associates and concerts like Janaki, Rukmini, and Satyabhama, as well as the Various gods and goddesses are, desired, are directly punished if they commit an offense. But to receive the Lord's mercy by being punished in a dream is rarely seen. Someone who receives punishments or wealth in a dream has nothing to show for it when he wakes up. But if the Lord punishes or bestows mercy on someone in a dream, the results are seen by everyone. There's no one so fortunate in this world, for the Lord does not speak to non-devotees even in their dreams. By analyzing this incident, one can directly understand that because the Yavanas engage in blasphemy and violence, they can never see the Lord in their dreams, even if they want to. What to speak of Yavanas, even respectable Brahmanas who constantly omit offenses, attain service in the life, and in this life and in the next as a result of their offenses. Yet the Lord doesn't reach, doesn't teach, and such sinful non-devotees in their dreams. A person who receives instructions from the Lord in a dream considers himself most fortunate. Evidence of the mercy Sri Premnidi received when he was beaten by the Lord in a dream could be seen by everyone. When Pundarik Vijanidi got up in the morning, he could feel with his hands that his cheeks were swollen. Sarupdamada would come every day and the two would go together to see Lord Jagannath. When Srubdhamadar came, as he did regularly, he began to speak to Vijayanidhi. Every morning you come with me to see Jagannath. Why haven't you gotten up today? Vijayanidhi replied, Oh brother, come and sit down. I will explain you everything. When Srubdhamadar came near, he saw that Pundarik Vijayanidhi, his cheeks were swollen with slap marks. Srubdhamadar asked him, What is this? Why are you sweet? 
cheek swollen. Did you get hurt? Pundrik Vijanidi smiled and said, please listen, brother. All my doubts were vanquished last night. Look at my cheeks and see the evidence of the punishment I received because of criticizing the offering of start clothes to Lord Jagannath. Last night, Lord Jagannath and Balaram appeared before me in a dream and continually slapped me for two dandas, about 48 minutes. They slapped both my cheeks while saying, you've criticized the clothes. They both slapped my cheeks while saying, you've criticized the clothes we wear. See the marks of their fingers on my cheeks. I was unable to pacify them. I'm too embarrassed to speak to anyone. I will go, go out only after my cheeks become normal. It is not proper to tell others about this incident. Oh, brother, in my heart, I consider myself most fortunate. I've received a proper punishment for my offense. Otherwise, I would have fallen into a blind well. Seeing the Lord's affection to his Pundrik Vijanidi, Shrub Damodar floated in ecstasy. As one becomes happy upon seeing the good fortune of a friend, the two both laughed in great happiness. Damodar Sarup said, listen, my brother, I've never heard about or even seen such a wonderful punishment. The Lord appeared in a dream and personally punished you. I've never before heard of such a thing, but I can directly see that you've you've been punished. In this way, the two friends floated in happiness. In this way, the two friends floated in happiness and forgot whether it was day or night, and they continually enjoyed topics of Krishna. Such was the influence of Pundrik Vijanidi, Lord Gorachandra, would address him as, as father. A few more verses. Pundrik Vijanidi would not take baths in the Ganges in fear of touching her with his feet. He would simply take darshan of the Ganges and drink the water. Lord Garanga would cry profusely and call out the name of the, of the devotee. Oh, Father Pundrik, whoever hears the characteristic of Pundrik Vijanidi will certainly achieve uh, the lotus feet of Krishna, accepting Sri Chaitanya Nichananda and my life and soul. I Vindavandas sing the glories of their lotus feet. Okay. So, uh, so we see here that uh, that even a great devotee like uh, Pundarik Vijanidi uh, was uh, corrected by the Lord, although he was. Prem Nidhi, although he was the uh, uh, a devotee, full of love for the Lord, still when he saw that the custom was not happening according to scripture, and he was strict about following scripture uh, and, uh, and following Brahminical standards, then he came down to a platform of of judging people, uh, and he judged the pujaris, and he just uh, felt resentment, uh, felt resentment in his heart, and as a result, um, 
he became purified by direct action of the Supreme Lord. Um, it is clearly explained in the Chaitanya Bhagavad that such direct action is not possible for an ordinary uh, person. Uh, but because Pundarik was such a great devotee, therefore the Lord personally made this arrangement to purify him. And uh, yeah, that is something um, that was extraordinary. And it shows how Krishna is, is, wants to see purity in his devotees and how he personally, uh, he personally takes it up. Um, we can think for a moment of the Ananyas Chintiyantamam Yejana Paryupasate Te Samnitya Bhyuktanam Yobhuksema Fahamiyam verse from the Bhagavad Gita, where it is said that I carry whatever you lack and I preserve what you have. And it's the last words are yogic same vahami aham. And I will personally do so. Yeah, vahami aham. So Arjuna Acharya was writing a commentary on this verse and he thought, no, it cannot be vahami. That must be some mis. Uh, miswriting of the uh, of the scribe who was hand copying the manuscript he must have made a mistake i think it should be karomiyaham i will arrange for that yeah. but then there's the story that these two boys um, came to the door while arjuna acharya was in the market to purchase uh, foodstuffs so that his wife could cook two boys came one is dark complexion one with the light complexion and they carried bags with supplies. And the wife opened the door and there were supplies. And the boy said, your husband, your husband has sent us. Then, uh, then uh, they, uh, they uh, said, yes, your husband has sent us. And then they uh, uh, explained that, uh, uh, well, that all these supplies were meant for the lunch. And the lady said, oh, so nice. You're, please do come in for a moment. He said, no, no, we can't come in because your husband may come. Huh? And, uh, and the lady said, oh, you don't need to be afraid of my husband. He will, he's very gentle. He will treat you very nicely. And the boy said, oh, yes. And, and then they showed their backs. And on their backs, it showed beating marks. So, you know, the lady, she was so upset. And she's thinking, this is incredible. The boys ran away, by the way. The ladies, the, the wife, she was so upset that and she just started cooking the ingredients and she even ate before her husband, very much against the culture. And, uh, and when he came, he, he was surprised. She has already eaten and cooked and didn't want to speak to him, and he was, uh, and only after some time did he find out the cause of what really happened, and that these boys had come to the to the door, and and then when he returned to his manuscript, the words karomiyam had been changed back to vahamiyam. Uh, I carry what they lack and preserve what they have. Yes. So in this way, that's also a story of personal interference of the Supreme Lord. 
and here also with Arjuna Acharya, with uh, Punrik Vijaniti, personal interference. So as the devotee becomes more purified, his relationship with the Lord also becomes more, more intimate. Um, like purification can be taken in different ways. We have the uh, concept in Rupa Goswami's uh, writings. Rupa Goswami offers us the scale from strata to prame, from initial faith to pure love. And then somewhere, and it's a step-by-step -step, uh, progression. And at one point, one, the focus comes to anartha nevriti, removing impurities from the heart. Uh, and that becomes really the focus. But purification goes beyond this anartha nevriti, removing the, uh, the, the impurities from the heart. Purification also goes to awakening attachment to the Lord. So in a more advanced state, uh, that purification is about ashakti and develop, and then bhav and pain and developing this uh, this yeah this intimate relationship with the Lord. Maya shaktamana parta yoga union with ashaktaman with mind attached to me, one should practice this uh, devotional service. Yes, so purification is something that goes on, and uh, purification then is, is needed because we have become contaminated by sinful reactions. Uh, sinful reactions, um, there are particularly five most sinful reactions, which are the Mahapataka. So in the Manusamita, in the Manusmriti 11, 54, uh, it says there are four mentioned, the killing of a Brahmana, drinking of literature, uh, sorry, drinking of liquor, uh, stealing, and to, uh, to engage in sexual intercourse with the guru's wife. It's at, and there are five principal uh, major sins and when all these five combine, when all these four combine, that counts as the fifth. Yes. Um, then we also find that Rupa Goswami also speaks about these five uh, Mahapataka in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. He mentions it twice. Uh, one verse uh, is Tatra Nama Kirtanam. Yata Vishnu Dharne Krishneti Mangalam Nam Yeshavati Pravatati Basmi Bhavanti Rajinda Mahabhataka Kutaya chanting the name of the Lord Nam Kirtanam is illustrated in Vishnu Dharma. O King, he who chants the auspicious name of Krishna turns to ashes ten million of the worst sins. Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu one, two. 146. Uh, purification of sin, pavana, is illustrated in the Padma Purana with intellect purified by faith and all sincerity. So I like that very much. Intellect purified by faith. Uh, 
Uh, I've heard of intellect purified by knowledge, but the real purpose of reading transcendental knowledge is faith. Um, sometimes people say, I'm reading the Bhagavatam and I don't remember anything. Yes, that may be, that may be. But through that reading, our faith in Krishna is, 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 uh, is getting developed and growing. Therefore, with, as, as is written then in, uh, uh, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, with intellect purified by faith and all sincerity, please intently worship Krishna, an ocean of good qualities, whose glory destroys all darkness, who purifies those who purifies others when just the semblance of his name appears in the heart. It destroys the greatest accumulation of sins, the Mahapataka, just as the light prior to the rising of the sun destroys all darkness. So that's referring then to Nam Abbas. This is Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 2.103, because the light of the sun which appears before all darkness, that is Namabas. So uh, this also supports the statement that Haridas Thakur makes in the, uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, because uh, we find in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that Haridas is saying the same thing. Um, so the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is first um, so this offers us a, uh, a further evidence for uh, Haridas's statement uh, that the uh, yes that it is the uh, that it is Nam Abbas uh, which destroys all the sinful uh, reactions, uh, just as in in the sun rise before the disk of the sunrise, the light of the sun is already present. And as the light of the sun is already present, the influence of the night disappears. The fear of thieves and, and, and rogues and ghosts and all the things, the nice, they are already gone. So in the same, in the same way, just the reflection, just the reflection of the holy name destroys all sinful reactions and... Uh, and then when Sudanam, when the sun disk actually appears, then things are going to another level. Uh, then things go to the level of, of uh, yes, pure, pure love of God. And then Krishna is very much present in the holy name, very much experienced in the holy name uh, directly. Okay, give me one second. Let's get some water, I forgot. So we continue. Um, so it's very nice that we have uh, reference from the uh, uh, from Rupa Goswami 
Um, and that there are uh, two verses quoted, one from the Vishnu Dharma and the other one from the Padma Purana. Um, so in this way, we are appreciating uh, something more about purification uh, in, in, in Lord Chaitanya's movement, which is the reason why I'm taking on this topic is because it is so, uh, so much on the mind of every Vaishnava. Um, um, the Vaishnava considers himself most fallen. Uh, the, uh, this whole idea of purification ties in with, uh, with humility, uh, which is established as uh, such a central theme because it is said that one should string the mantras uh, of the holy name one should string these holy names on the cord of the verse Trinada Pisumichena Torora Pisahisuna Amani Namanamina Kirtaniya Sadahari, or on the string, I should say, not the cord, the string. Uh, so, in other words, that which connects all our chanting, all our spiritual activities, the thread is throughout is this concept of humility um, and therefore one is always every step of the way in the uh, every step of the way the followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are uh, looking for purification mm. yes um, you know Sanatana Goswami Chakta uh, Purna uh, that the six Goswamis, they threw off all signs, all external signs of aristocracy and just dressed like mendicants and lived under a tree in very basic conditions. We remember that Sanatan Goswami had left uh, the service of the Nawab Hussein Shah and came as a Muslim mendicant. Uh, as a fakir, and that uh, at one point, Sri uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, uh, when he met, uh, when he met uh, Sanatana Goswami in in Banaras, asked him, uh, was very happy to see him, even 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 although he was dressed as a Muslim mendicant, but then. Uh, made arrangements that he would dress properly as, as a Vaishnava. Uh, anyway, then, uh, then Sanatan Goswami asked only for an old cloth. Uh, and he took that old cloth, and he, an old dhoti, and he cut it in four pieces. So he used one piece as a, as a little as a lungi, and another piece as, as a chadar. And that was his, his dress. Right? So very simple, very renounced. And, uh, and, but he had received earlier on this quilt uh, from his brother-in-law or from some relative. Yeah. I mean, 
I'd have to look that up exactly because of his brother-in-law that would say something. Anyway, forgot this part, so I'll, I'll have to check that. Uh, anyway, got the chadar, and the chadar, uh, uh, the chadar was uh, was very opulent. So Sanatan Goswami was uh, was there with that chadar, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sort of looked at it, and as he looked at that chadar, then Sanatan Goswami understood. So he went later to take a bath in the Ganga, and when he was there, he exchanged that chadar with a an old quilt from some some devotee, some some person there, who was very happy to get such a nice nice chadar, and and Sanatana Goswami took the old and patched up quilt, washed it, and then that is what he used against the cold. Hmm. Now I quickly want to look for that chadar. Uh, one minute. Go back, back, back. Yeah. Yeah. Brother-in-law, it says, huh? Someone looked it up, but I'm going to look now myself, <laughs> just since I'm almost there. Uh, here I am, and I'll read it from the CC. Okay, okay. Now that's done, and then we do. Brother in law. So, oh, Krishna, Charya, Gopinath Charya, Srikanta, yeah. Okay, this is from, I'll just read it from the, uh, from the chapter summary, which is the Amrita Prabhaha Basya from Bhaktivinoda Thakur, from uh, Madhi Leela chapter 20. On the way, uh, so, or Sanatan had escaped and Sanatan uh, was helped by the owner of a hotel, uh, and that's a story in itself, to cross the hilly tract and proceed towards Varanasi. On the way, Sanatan Goswami met his brother-in-law, Shikanta at Hajipur, and Shikanta helped him after he had heard all about Sanatan's troubles. Thus, Sanatan Goswami finally arrived at Varanasi and stood before the door of Chandrasekhar. So, uh, that most likely then is the, uh, the brother-in-law or the uh, was related to Anupam, uh, to Sri Vallab, the father of Jiva Goswami, who passed away. But, uh, you know, it must have been then the brother of, uh, of, of the wife of Anupam, I, I assume. Okay, so that's clear. Anyway, he gave the nice each other and so on. So, 
we see in Sanatana Goswami this, this that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to see this purification. And, and he also felt that Sanat, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made it very clear that now that Sanatana was giving up all this contamination of worldly opulence, that it should be complete and that he could not be a renunciant and still carry a fancy chadar and so on. So in this way, um, the purification uh, was needed by, by through renunciation. Yes. We also see in Raghunath Das, uh, rigid purification through renunciation. So, uh, initiations, right? Other topic now. Initiations uh, are also a means of purification. Um, in initiations, we are taking vows. And these vows, they are uh, a little difficult because the vows make us act on a platform which is higher than what would come natural. But we volunteer, in other words, we voluntarily give up the whole the lower nature and of which we know that it is not beneficial and we wish to conquer that lower nature and through the vow right, we fix ourselves in the activity of the higher nature and then by acting in these activities of higher nature gradually uh, the uh, the lower nature just gets gets purified and drops off um, this is the way and the vows are always there to protect us. So even if any traces of, uh, of such uh, um, impurity may remain, then we can always, then we hold on to the vow. As simple as that. Uh, if somehow or other a material desire arises, then it is, and we are shaking a little bit, you know, just as when we are standing on a on a train, right? Like uh, a subway train, and it's 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 shocking, it's shaking a little bit on the track. Uh, then, uh, when we're standing, we hold on to something just, and uh, we hold ourselves loose, right? But if suddenly there is an unexpected jerk on the track, you know, then immediately we we hold tight, right? And of course, there, there are some who are standing free, uh, free standing on the train, and they move with the rocking. But, but it is risky. Uh, some stand free, leaning against the door. And uh, in this way, there are all kinds of ways to ride a New York subway train, um, holding on or hands free. I've done both. When the coronavirus came, then it became hands-free and, and the trick was leaning against the doors. Uh, anyway, uh, so the, uh, the situation is the vows give us something we hold on to. Uh, and, and so in this way, the vow is fixing our external behavior. And that external behavior is the first step. So the vow is the first step for purification, fixes our eternal, external behavior, and then the internal will also follow. 
So purification comes up in, in so many ways and, and should be our, uh, our, uh, our meditation practically every step of the way. Uh, that we always look for purification. Even the most advanced devotees are looking for pure, for purification. So as one is purified, one gradually becomes a pure devotee. And in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is a distinction made. There are pure devotees and confidential devotees. The pure devotees are those who are not pursuing any material desire and who are cent percent with all their energy dedicated to the Supreme Lord. The confidential devotees are the parisat devotees of the Lord. The devotees who are fully aware of their eternal spiritual identity and who are serving the Lord within that identity. Uh, anyway, both, both are pure devotees uh, and both, uh, even those who are not confidential devotees yet, who uh, are still uh, pure devotees when they are purely dedicated to the uh, uh, to the mission and service of the Supreme Lord in all respects at every moment. Um, uh, but even the pure devotees and even even the the confidential devotees uh, are looking for for purification. Uh, Krishna Kaviraj Goswami is a confidential devotee. He is Kasturi Manjari, but he is also expressing that he's looking for purification. Uh, Srila Prabhupada is also in the uh, chapter of, of, of Bhagavatam where he's discussing the pastime of Dhruva Maharaj. And then there's the moment that Dhruva Maharaj goes back to Godhead and, Dhruva, and a Vaikuntha plane has come and Dhruva is stepping on the head of death and he enters into this Vaikuntha plane, and uh, which is manned by messengers, Vishnu Dutas. And he goes to the uh, to the spiritual domain, uh, to the spiritual domain. And as he goes to the spiritual domain, he is just, uh, or as he is about to go. He said, wait a minute, what about my mother? I mean, it is by her mercy that I actually came to the spiritual path. Then as his plane ascends, he sees another plane and he sees his mother in that plane and she's following him and they're heading towards Vaikuntha. So anyway, the point, and then Srila Prabhupada writes in the purport, he says, in, in the same way, I hope that one of my disciples will become a pure devotee and deliver me. Uh, so Prabhupada is always taking that attitude of looking for, pure, for purification. Uh, that is very much in, in uh, yes, and different uh, purification maybe of, of different, uh, different things. We have earlier on in another lecture discussed uh, the various anartas, the various impurities, namely uh, tattva brahma, uh, philosophical misconception, 
uh, asatrisna, thirsting for the temporary material enjoyment, uh, aparat, offenses, and ridaya dorbalyam, the tendency to fall prey to pratista, you know, to, to, to pride and to, uh, and to hanger for being glorified, these kind of things, or for duplicity and for being a kutinati, for having a, a calculating mentality to uh, exploit situation for one's own advantage. So anyway, this tattva vibrama, asatrisna aparat and riddhaya durbalyam, and they're further subdivided. And these are the, uh, the inherent anaitas that are there. Um, uh, yes, we also see ahammameti, uh, ahammameti, and the, the bodily uh, concept of life, which is the result of, of sense gratification and of such, uh, such anartas that one comes in the bodily concept of life. So gradually uh, one has to rise, become purified from the bodily concept of life and realize that we are uh, truly not only eternal spirit souls, but even more so eternal servants of Krishna. Uh, and then our understanding is complete. Yes. So, uh, sometimes, like it is said that when Maharaj Prataparuda, who uh, in the earlier stages, uh, Maharaj Prataparuda had, was greatly attracted to Lord Chaitanya. He wanted to see Lord Chaitanya. And, uh, but then one time Maharaj Prataparuda he saw Lord Chaitanya, and one time he saw him, and Lord Chaitanya was just overwhelmed by ecstasies. And as a result, he would fall on the ground and, and jump up and fall on the ground. So on one occasion, he saw the body of Lord Jagannath, of, of uh, sorry, he saw the body of Lord Chaitanya covered in dust and he had foam on the mouth and just for a moment for a moment this doubt came in his mind and flashed through his mind and he goes is this the supreme lord that night uh, that night he had a dream he had a dream of lord jagannath and as as he got in the dream, the darshan of Lord Jagannath, the body of Lord Jagannath was covered, covered with, with sand and dust, and he had foam on the mouth. And the king wanted, as he saw Lord Jagannath, he, he wanted to touch the lotus feet of Lord Jagannath. And Lord Jagannath said, oh, don't touch me, oh king. Huh? Oh, no, you are pure. And I and dirty, covered in sand, and, uh, and I have foam on the mouth. You don't, know, don't touch me, O king, you'll become contaminated. Uh, so in this way, uh, Maharaj Prataparuda also had a moment of, uh, of becoming, uh, of doubt, say, and became corrected by the Lord because he was such a devotee and he regretted that very much. Uh, he took the, 
He took the lesson just as Premnidi or Pundrik Vijanidi. So we see sometimes even great devotees may have a moment of uh, of being uh, just for a moment forget. Uh, of course, when a pure devotee forgets, uh, then uh, then the Lord protects him. We have also discussed how Lord Brahma, in the course of his creation, uh, created uh, the uh, Sandhya, the twilight. It's a very beautiful female form. And that then next, this male form also manifests, and who was very elegant and beautiful, and that was Kamadev, Cupid, who shot his arrows with flower heads into the hearts of all living beings, and everyone became affected by lusty desire, even Lord Brahma himself. And then there is that incident of Lord Brahma being attracted to his own, own daughter, Sandhya. Um, anyway, uh, that situation, right? Uh, but it is also stated that the Lord then personally makes arrangement to protect his devotee. Name bhaktya panasyati. So even in, so the living being by nature is ksara, is and not aksara. The supreme Lord is aksara. He is infallible, achutta. But the living being is ksara. He is he's fallible. Yes. Um, so therefore, even great exalted devotees may sometimes have a moment, a moment of, of. Uh, yeah, of what to call it, of doubt or of confusion, uh, of attraction to the material energy. But Krishna protects. Krishna makes arrangements for purification and Krishna protects. So like this, we all, all take this, that uh, Krishna does make arrangements for our purification. And in our life also we see, so when any any great difficulties or calamities come our way, then we take it, oh, just in the same spirit as Pundarik Vijanidi. Oh, uh, somehow or other, uh, I'm so fortunate that I'm being purified. And in this way, therefore, in devotional service, everything is all auspicious. And therefore, Kunti Devi, in great sincerity, uh, praise, vipada, santuta, sasvat, tata, tata, jagat guru, oh, oh, spiritual master of the entire universe, please send me uh, difficulties again and again, um, because through them I'm being purified. Yes. So, in that spirit, um, the Vaishnavas are always looking for purification and therefore that is a central theme in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and in the life of the servants of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thank you very very much Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai